surprise, it's the news. According to me. <sighs> Good morning. It is, what, it, what is this? This must be a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday morning. 8.18 a.m. 2023. November 15th, 2023. And I am, <clears throat> I am beside myself. Well, not really. I'm just, I'm, I'm inside myself. I'm right here. I'm right. I'm just, I'm not, there's not two of me. I'm just right here. I have uh, a surprise this morning. I, I wasn't ex- expecting to be able to have a time for a show. Now, I will have time for just a short show. Unfortunately, there's a whole lot of stuff I want to talk about. Hopefully, I won't go a whole hour here because I got a, a lot to do today. Um, I do have to go to uh, Chicago later in the day. And I've got a lot to do before I go. So, uh, yeah. So, just, you know, just typical, typical rush, rush, rush day. And I didn't, you know, I woke up at 3.30 this morning. Didn't get up at 3.30 this morning. That's the problem. I laid in bed, fell back asleep. I was just kind of wiped out. I, I tried to go to, I tried to stay up late last night because I'm going to have to stay up late tonight. So I was trying to kind of train my body clock a little bit. And of course it doesn't, doesn't work that way. You have to, it takes about uh, two weeks to really train your body clock or retrain your body clock. You can get away with a week of doing it, but then it's, your adrenaline kicks back in and it's it just, it's just, yeah, it just, it takes, it, it you get, yeah. Trust me, I've done it enough to know it's that they call it jet lag sometimes, but it's just resetting your body clock, your algorithms in your body clock. So, <clears throat> uh, oh yeah, oh Nick, I gotta write this down. I, there's just so many things. Uh, her comments. Yeah. So, um, interesting things happening in the news among among news news people and uh, some some people who think they're news people. But they uh, one the one major major story that's been breaking all morning here that nobody's talked about is what's in my cup. I have uh, I have a I have vanilla chai, but I also have Cinnabon creamer this morning. I'm all out of almond joy creamer. Unfortunately, it's a very sad day. I ran out yesterday, and uh, I didn't get a show yesterday. I I could have done a show yesterday, but I had to get up. I literally was out the door yesterday morning at five o'clock in the morning. I did not expect to have to go to Chicago yesterday, and I, I had to go to Chicago. And I came back. I, I got back by about uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. Just a quick run there. I, I actually took a flight over. I could have driven and driven back and probably saved myself a couple of hours. But you know the driving. Oh, the driving. The driving. The, the gas. The tolls. All that stuff. The parking. It just it just wears me out, so I I just decided just to fly over, and uh, that was that was stressful because of course flying the way I do I I typically fly standby a lot, and uh, coming back I was on standby, and I I thought for a moment I was going to have to get a an Uber to come back. I, there was a ten forty five flight, which is of course eleven forty five my time, uh, leaving from Chicago, and it was oversold. Well, it was it was. Should say there were there were several people on the standby list, and I was like the last person on the standby list. And the the uh, I actually spoke to the captain at one point, and I and he he said there's a weight and balance issue, which was that was the, the biggest problem. And I was like, well, there's there's no weather. It's it's a 15 minute flight. What have you done to this airplane? I used to fly these airplanes. That, that exact model. 
And I, I so, well, it's winter weights right now. I, I understand winter weights. Weights. I, I, I also know that there's it's a fifteen minute flight, and there's there's no weather. You don't have an alternate. You don't have to have all this extra fuel. What what is what is going on here? You should be able to fill the plane up on a fifteen minute flight. This is I, what are you doing here? I I didn't I, now I didn't get into an argument with him. I I, I said, oh okay, you know whatever. But but mean inside, I'm rolling my eyes in my brain. Because it's I. There's no way you can't you can't tell me there's no way they could have made that work. Now they ended up getting all fifty people on board, and I was the very last one because somebody didn't show up. <laughs> so I made it back, but I was I was I literally was get I had my phone in my hand. I was ready to call an Uber, and take the hundred and twenty dollar Uber ride back to South Bend from Chicago because there's no bus anymore. So. Needless to say, my short show is getting longer by the minute. That's how it works. It gets longer by the minute. It doesn't get longer by the hour. It gets longer by the minute. Well, minutes add, it turn into hours. And the next thing you know, you're talking about nothing but time. I'm ta- now I'm talking about time, spending time, talking about time, wasting time. So, on with the show. We have, um, in my backup cup, I have homemade sweet tea. It is, oh, it's just, oh, it's... Yes, the resistance, whatever they call it. Oh, yeah, it's good stuff. I'm going to be taking that with me today when I go to Chicago. So I fill up my little thermos. Picking out a thermos for you. I don't know if you remember the, uh, there's a, <clears throat> that's Steve, that's an old Steve Martin joke. It was back in his, uh, his glory days when he was doing stand-up comedy. Back when they had eight tracks. And cassette players. I think I think his first show was actually put on an eight track, if I remember right. I know I know it was at least a cassette player, but I'm, I think it was an eight track. That's how long that guy's been around. I got a little bit of a throw, uh, just a little bit of a fuzzy voice this morning. My throat's a little bit fuzzy. I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, so just put, have to put up with that. It's it's, an, it's probably more annoying to me than it is to you. And if I wouldn't have said anything, you probably wouldn't notice it. But that's just the way that works. Okay, uh, let's get into a few things here <clears throat> that uh, are worth talking about. I think, I think they are. We'll see if they are or not. You can de- you can determine that. <clears throat> now, first of all, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a I'm not a life coach. I'm not a counselor, financial counselor. I'm not a uh, epidemiologist or a doctor or virologist. Uh, I just have a lot of opinions. I'm not a climate expert either. But neither is Greta Thunberg. She's not a climate expert either. She's a kid. She's over 20 years old now, I think, but she still dresses like she's like 13. She try, she has to pers- the, the personification of, of a 13-year-old because that, that way people can't, you know, they don't, oh, it's just a little kid. She's just out there. Oh, she's a little girl. Oh, she's a little girl. Yeah. Little girl. She is uh, old enough now to, she's almost old enough to drink. That's going to get interesting. Actually, she might be actually by now. I think the last time I checked, she was 20 years old. But I, I got let's, let's just take a look here in the old World Wide Web of information that we have here in front of me. Uh, Greta. Greta. Greta, is it two T's? Thornburg. Thornburg? I thought it was Thunberg. Greta Thornburg. 
Swedish climate protection activist, born 2003. She's 20 years old. Now, I don't know what, when, in, when she was born. She might, she might have just turned 21. If she was born in, 2000, in the beginning of 2003, then she's, she just turned 21, right? Or is that, is that correct? No, 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 she just turned 20, whatever. She's 20 years old. Still dresses like a little kid. Her little ponytails. And uh, so I, she, she, there's no way she has done any studying. She, you know, she was, I think she was homeschooled. Minor, I, think, I think she's actually autistic. I'm not sure. Yeah, she's all about climate change. Well, now she's, she went to a climate change uh, event somewhere. And she, <laughs> she had the microphone. Somebody tried to rip the microphone out of her hand because this guy was fed up with her talking about Israel and and I, it's, I, I wish I could find the uh, – I was trying to find the – I got a couple of clips I was going to play this morning. But I don't know uh, – where would it be? I, I, I got to be able to find this. Um, yeah, let, me, let me see if I can find this. Uh, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, it is, it is Thunberg. It's, it's, they, somebody put Thornberg. It's Thunberg. Uh, interrupted. Let's see. Yeah, there's, there's, there it is. Let's see if I can find just a quick short on this thing because it's it's uh yeah here here we go. This is probably the one right here. No, that's not it. And this is just a video plan. I, I don't know this guy. Got a Thunberg scolded by climate protester for acknowledging his. Oh, here here we go. Now it, you have to have to listen to what she was actually saying. Um, during this this thing. So here, here she is, she's talking away. People on the front lines of the climate crisis have been experiencing the first-hand consequences of it for decades now. And they have been sounding the alarm, but we have not been listening. The people in power have not been listening. I come here for a climate demonstration, not a political group. I come here for a climate demonstration, not a political. Now listen to what she says after this. So this guy's wrestling the microphone away from him. Of course, he's a man, so he's... Now, what they don't play is what... She... Oh, or they're hauling him off. What they don't play is what she said after this. And um, it's shocking what she says after this, which is actually very... It makes no sense whatsoever. Michael Knowles had this on his show. That's where I, where I actually saw it the first time. Credit to Michael Knowles. She starts going into this chant and leads everybody in this chant. And, and now it becomes this thing called climate justice. Climate justice. Something about no climate justice. Uh, so how, how is it? No, no free Palestine to climate justice, no, no, something about. Let's let's listen to this one. Maybe she says she says it at the end. The she, was, she gets hauled off, and then they're, they're showing this, and then she starts. Okay, this are they going to play it? I don't know if they're going to play it or not. Here, this is this is uh, the Indian Express said it's. Now they're not saying what she. Ceasefire now with climate person case. Now they, 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 they have not been listening. The people in power. Now they're just going to play this again. 
Now, oh, they might play it here. They might just actually play what she's... So she goes into this chant. She has her microphone back, and she goes strutting back onto the stage. No climate justice on occupied land. No climate justice on occupied land. What does that even mean? No climate justice on occupied land. I've been, I've been trying to figure this out. And the reason I can't remember what, it, what the saying is is because I, it, it makes no sense to me. No climate justice on occupied land. This is when you know... Things have gotten, again, like, like, like I've said, protesting for protesting's sake. All of the protest. This is nothing but self-aggrandizing. And all these people who get involved in these protests. It is a, it, it's like a drug for some of these people. It, it, it literally is this feeling of, I'm doing something for, for good, for, to change the world. I'm out here protesting in the streets. We're bringing awareness. Oh, well, we're very much aware. And, and they just, they continue to lift themselves up and exalt themselves because frankly, and this, and this is, I think Michael Knowles hit it pretty well the other day. He called it what it is. It is their religion. I've heard others say this as well, and it's sometimes I forget that this is this is really where they're at because what it what it really it seems like their religion is if it, if there is if there is a holy trinity it is government socialism so a socialist government climate change or climate awareness climate you know the climate crisis climate crisis. And trans rights or LGBTQ rights, those three things, they, they're all, they all tend to, to kind of combine. Sometimes they clash with each other. And they, they see this as their, as their this, because when you don't believe in God, and, and I don't, I don't know. If, if some of these people, if they, don't, if they do believe in God, they don't believe in, this, in the same God I believe in. They, they think that they are, they're more deists. If, they're, if they believe in God, they're more of a deist type, type believer. They, they just think that God just, you know, is out there. It's some kind of force in the world and they need to be one with nature, in tune and centered with the universe. They're, they're doing God's work. That's what some of them think. However, the majority of them probably don't even believe that there is a God or that, they, that God is, that there's maybe some kind of physical, metaphysical world out there that they can be a part of. And the, that, that some of them, you know, have some kind of spiritual belief. But it's more spiritism than spirit, you know, the actual creator-God relationship at all. That, that's not what they want. They don't want, nor, the, nor the, do they believe in a creator God experience. Now, having said that, I, you know, well, how do you know that, Kevin? How do you, how do you know? How do you, how do you know that? Well, let's just, 
let's just listen to what uh, this fine example, what an example to young, young girls, young women, Megan Rapinoe is. That's how you pronounce her name. I don't know. Rapano, I don't know. Soccer player who fought very hard to get equal pay for the Women's Soccer League, which is absolutely ridiculous because they don't bring in near as much money. They bring in a hundredth of the money and they get paid proportionally. They get paid way more percentage-wise. They already got percentage. They got paid way better percentage-wise than their male counterparts. Because their male counterparts bring in uh, over a hundred times more money than the women's soccer league does. Uh, But, you know, she fought for that, got equal pay. Now, I I guarantee you, not everybody on the team makes the same amount of money. I'm pretty sure she probably makes more than everybody else. Because, you know, because she's the captain. And she's such a fine example of a human being. Now, I've... These kinds of people, you know, they, at, at some point they show their true colors. They show, show who they really are. I, I saw a video of her which just broke my heart. It li- I have no idea what this does to a child. She has no empathy, in th- which leads me to the belief, and I have not analyzed her at all, but uh, other than just to know that she is most likely – a raging narcissist. Because everything is about her. There is no empathy in her. The video I saw of her, this little, this, this young girl walks up to her with this small, it's a toy soccer ball. Probably something that the girl bought at a souvenir shop at at the event, wherever they were. And Megan's sitting there in her little dressed up outfit. Hair, you know, as blue as blue could be or whatever, whatever color it was, purple, whatever. This little girl walks up to her with this ball and, and hands it to her. Megan never looks at her. Megan just sees the ball, sees the ball out of the corner of her eye. Her her eyes never meet this child's eyes. She never says hello to her. She takes the ball, signs her name to it, and hands it back to her without ever looking at her or even in her direction. How, How would you feel if you just got the chance to meet your, the person you look up to in soccer. Your influence. One of those important people in your life. You walk up to them. They don't look at you. They just sign, a, sign the ball and hand it back. Never even look at you. Toss you aside. What an inspiration she is. My goodness, you know, just how inspiring that is for a small child.
I guess, I guess it's, it's one of those things that it affects me because I, you know, I've been there. I've been, I've been a young boy, you know, looking up to people and never even had an opportunity to, to get that close to somebody that I would admire like that. I don't, maybe the child, you know, child, children are pretty resilient. They don't really get it, but later on they figure it out. Here she is arguing about why God doesn't exist. This is courtesy of Michael Knowles. Hopefully I can cut it off before he starts talking. But she's here talking about how she, because she got injured recently. She's still playing. I thought she was retired. Now she's still playing ball. So she, out, out there in the field by herself, she falls down, messes up her knee really bad. We understand it, which I, I'm, I'm not happy about at all. Don't, don't get me wrong. This, I, I don't want to see anybody injured, but neither does God. But because she gets injured, it's proof that God doesn't exist. Poor, poor baby. You have played ball at the pinnacle of your abilities. And you, and all of a sudden, you have a problem with, oh, I got injured now, I can't play anymore. Well, guess what? There are people who've gone through far worse than you have. And yet, they give all honor and glory to their God. There are people who've been born with no legs. who have far greater faith than you, who don't blame God for their problems, who are more inspirational, I would say, than you are, in more positive ways. Now, I've got some family members who probably think she's the greatest thing on the planet. But anybody who makes this kind of a statement, in my opinion, has just lost all credibility in terms of being an inspiration of any kind of any kind of example or a role model. Live how you want to, but don't be calling yourself a role model. Don't be calling yourself an inspiration or someone to look up to. Let's listen to what she has to say here. This is a long one, although I'm, I'm going to get the Aaron Rodgers treatment, whatever that is. Um, so I'm going to be calling him or whoever did his surgery because we need to speed this up. But yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there wasn't God, like this is proof that there isn't. I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there, if there was a God, this is proof that there isn't. Because I got injured. Therefore, it's proof that there's no God. That, that is just the epitome of self-centered, egotistical, maniacal narcissism. 
It's all about you. Now, I pray for her soul. And I hope that someday she sees the light. I hope that someday she has a, an awakening and realize, but I, I'm telling you, uh, people who go through narcissist, narcissistic uh, issues like this have a tendency. The, the thing that creates a narcissist typically is some kind of some type of uh, in, in, what do I want to say uh, long-term abuse of some sort, trauma in their life of some sort. And this is, they, they react with this. They, they close themselves out and all of a sudden they have no empathy. They have, and everything's about them. When this happens, what typically ends up happening in this, in this situation is they, they end up, if anything else traumatic happens in their life, if it's the same type of trauma or if it's a certain type of trauma, it just doubles down on them. They end up becoming more. The, the narcissism even gets great. It just increases. Now, there are some things that can happen that can get through to a narcissist. Occasionally, they do change. But it is beyond. It typically takes a, a, a large life event to make that happen. It is something that only God can do. No counseling will fix it. Because counseling normally only works if you go to counseling with your problems that you, that you can acknowledge that you have. A narcissist will not, not acknowledge their problems. Everybody, everybody else is the problem. A narcissist, in their world, their problems are not theirs. Are not, they're not to blame for their problems. It's everyone else around them to blame for their problems. Can't, they can't take any accountability for their problems. And when they do, they say it. If they, if they do, if they get caught back into a corner, they'll say it with a lot of vitriol and hatred and they'll just kind of dismiss it and say, well, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Whatever. Why are you picking on me? Yeah, I, I mean, it's obvious that I've been around some narcissists in my life. So, so the... Uh, that's what she has to say. What, what a great example, fine example of a human being. Real good role model. Now, here's another, another tone. So that's, that's wrapping up. Let's, let's, let's just get away with that because I'm, I'm, I'm taking way too long here. I'm already, I'm already I was going to go, go a 30-minute show. It's 27 minutes already. Here's another. Uh, this, this lady, I've heard her talk before. I don't know who this gal is. She's on MSNBC. She was the one who kind of was almost half choking on her laughter about Donald Trump going to this place where she, they, they're going to incarcerate him or they were gonna, going to uh, indict him. He's being indicted and he had to go to this jail and get booked, get his, get his uh, mug shot done, which they, of course, turned out to be, as, as usual, the left's head bopped off when he actually started putting it on T-shirts and making all kinds of money on it. Um, and, of course, they, they freaked out. They're still freaking out about this guy. The things that they're saying are <laughs> – now, pay attention to what they're saying – this is um, this is this lady. She asked this question about Hitler. Asked this guy about Hitler. Here comes here comes Hitler because here comes you know here's Donald Trump. Here, here's Hitler. They have to they have to cor correlate this between the two. Now, keep in mind, 
The ones who wanted to destroy the Jews, to eradicate the world from the Jews, were it was Hitler. The Socialist Party, National Worker Socialist Party, Nazis. So let's listen to what they have to say here. I mean, let's deal with Hitler, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, tell me how Trump sees Hitler. Tell me how Trump sees Hitler. Her, see, because her, in her mind, Hitler, she probably thinks that Trump looks up to Hitler, thinks that he's a great guy, wants to be a leader just like Hitler. Because she equates the two as the same. So she's, she's assuming that he, that's, that's, that's who he aspires to be. Because in their heads, this is, this is who they've made this guy out to be. And, and yet, look at, the, look at the evidence here. It, it doesn't exist. But that's, that's, they have to make this guy out to be Hitler. Well, and you could see it in... This is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton educating us on everything about how Donald Trump is a dictator. Let's, let's listen. Donald Trump, the dictator. Now, keep in mind. Who was it that shut everything down? Who was it that continued to make us mandate masks and mandate, well, who, who controlled social media? Let's talk about that a little bit. Because Nikki Haley happened to make some comments about social media, which should terrify the daylights out of anybody thinking about her being president. Let's continue. This is, this is Hillary talking about Donald Trump. Countries where, well, Hitler was duly elected. Right. Oh, he was duly elected. Oh, duly elected. And he was. He was elected. Which tells you something about the depravity of a society if they go down that road. Right. right? And so all of a sudden, somebody with those tendencies, though, dictatorial, authoritarian. Dictatorial, authoritarian. This is the, this is the Trump that they want you to believe in. That, that, that's how he is. He's dictatorial and authoritarian. The Democrats have been the most dictatorial and authoritarian rule under this administration than any time before. Who who wanted to establish? They didn't get away with it. But who wanted to establish the Ministry of Truth? The whole thing. Who wanted to do that? Well, guess what? That was the Democrats. That was this administration. They want all kinds of they, – and they want more censorship. They were saying they don't like the censorship that, that, that Facebook and, and uh, Google are putting out there because they want more of it. That's what they've said. They've publicly said that kind of thing. So Tendencies would be like, oh, okay, we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people in jail. And, and So we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people in jail while they shut things down and throw – their political opponents in jail. Try to. They're not going to stop until they get, get Trump in jail. They, they need to incarcerate him. They, they have to do it now. They've, they've gone too far down this. They've, they've crossed the Rubicon, so to speak. Speaking of Rubicons, I, I want to get a Rubicon. I'm I, I, uh, looking for an 05 or an 06 Jeep Rubicon. Anybody, anybody knows one for, one for out there that's for sale? Because I, I, I want the 4.0 liter. I want the, I want the straight six cylinder. I just... The new ones, I just am not so thrilled about. But anyway, just just saying, I'm gonna. I got a '97 TJ, but I want to. I want an '05 or '06 TJ, but I want the Rubicon because I want lockers. Anyway, 
Back to Trump. Back to Hitler. Sorry, I said Trump. I meant Hitler. Because, you know, they're one and the same. Yeah, so these are the kind of people we're dealing with here at this point. So it's, it's now on top of this, we also have uh, this young lady uh, who used to be a White House press secretary. Uh, her name is, uh, oh, what's her name? Smiley, uh, Raggedy Ann. I can't remember, I can't think of her name. Uh, we'll, we'll go along with this. Here, see what she has. The hand wringing and cocktail party speculation about an alternative to Joe Biden is continuing, will continue. Guess what? Joe Biden isn't perfect. No candidate is, by the way. Oh. But we have to understand what the alternative is here. If elected to a second term, Donald Trump would prosecute anyone he deems an enemy, unleash troops on protesters, and essentially unravel the rule of law as we know it. And this time, he plans to align his administration with people who will actually help him do it. But sure, Joe Biden is three years older and occasionally trips over things. Look, there's a lot to be concerned about right now when it comes to a second Trump term. The speeches are getting much more disturbing and much more unhinged, and we should all hear it that way. Actually, so, so play some of these speeches. Let us hear some of this stuff that you're cl claiming about. So, so you're saying that the political prosecution that's happening now is, is nothing. That's, that's, well, it's deserve it. It's, it. They deserve it because, you know, he's going to put people in place. They're going to throw everybody in jail and prosecute his political enemies, which is what they're doing exactly right now. They're actually doing that right now. They're actually going after Trump's lawyers for legal counsel. They've actually changed statute of limitation laws so they can go after Trump for things that happened in the 90s. But oh, oh no, Trump, but Trump's the bad guy. Trump walks into the UFC tournament, which is just, it's just fun entertainment is what it is. I mean, it's, you know, these guys are extremely talented athletes. Don't get me wrong. They are very good at what they do. They make it look real. If they, you know, if you have to question whether or not it's real, I mean, it, believe me, the pounding is real and all this stuff is real, but, but they, it's, but it's, it's an act. It's a show. And it's very entertaining for, for some people. I don't, I don't find it entertaining, but it's, some people are very entertained by that. And, you know, Trump's in the middle of all that. Well, he walks into a UFC event the other day, and his entourage was T Tucker Carlson. Uh, who else was there? So there was there's, uh, one of the, just the one that sticks out was, was Tucker Carlson just because it was so, so wow. Okay, Tucker Carlson at a UFC event. <laughs> Wearing his little khaki pants and his you know, regular outfit. Walks in there like, you know, schoolboy guy. And, and uh, it's got some other guys with him. Oh, oh Kid Rock. Uh, who's another one? There was, you know, was some other people there. Hilarious. It's hilarious. And I, th I think even his son Eric was there. I think or maybe, maybe it was uh, Junior. <sighs> Well, as he's walking, walking in, of course, and, and I, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Bar. What, uh, what's, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's a comedian. Bill Sumbler. He's, he's, married, he's married to a black woman. And well, as, as Trump is walking in, you know, Bill's sitting there and he's just 
kind of watching the whole spectacle. He's not being disrespectful or anything. He's kind of got this, you know, his, his little funny, weird smiley face on. And his wife is sitting there giving Donald Trump behind his back the double bird, flipping him off. Of course, the camera's caught all this. Now, think about this. Donald Trump would not do that to her. If she, if she walked in the room, he would not even think of doing that to her. But she's doing that to him. And then he's the bad person for calling her nasty. Now, he didn't call her nasty that I know of. He probably has. I, there's probably an interview out there somewhere where somebody asked him about it. And he'll say, he'll say she was a nasty woman. Well, she is. But it, what has Donald Trump done to you personally? That, but no, this is all based on what? on everything the media has said about him. Your hatred for him has nothing to do with anything other than what the media has said about him. They're already twisting everything. Well, he's saying these things in his speeches. Oh, okay, play the speech and let's hear it for itself. And don't just play part of it, play the whole thing. Because we know how you guys are. And yet that's the narrative you continue to push. And now, so, so that creates this hatred for the guy where they go out and do something childish, in my opinion, the most childish thing you can do is flip somebody off, especially behind their back. As if you're, this reminds me of a junior high kid getting away with something. Real, real classy lady, real classy. Got a lot of class there doing that. Yeah, that, that really, that's really going to get somebody. And then to turn around and, and do that, and then, and then on, the to, on top of that, you're, just showing yourself that you're not growing up at all. I just, I just, it blows my mind, amazes me that people do that kind of thing. And I just, I don't, I don't understand. What I don't understand after that is how they can continue to call him the pig. He's the one who should be punched. Robert De Niro and all his, oh, F Trump, F Trump. Oh, look, put my hands in the air. Oh yeah. Look at me. I'm, Look at me. I'm telling. I'm saying it. Yeah, I'm saying it right here in public. Yeah, because I'm saying something that in front of this crowd that everybody. I know everybody's going to clap for it. That's really. That's really brave. People are. It's just. It's. Just, it's, it's, it's. It's literally delusional brain damage. I, I don't understand any of it. I can't. I can't. Just can't put it together. I don't, I don't understand what their problem is. Just Hitler. He's Hitler. He's got to be Hitler. In the meantime, they shut him down and shut people down. And of course, uh, all the people who are still in, in prison to this day or spent time in prison because of one, one guy was uh, some Moyer. What's his name? What's the guy's name? He was, he was just for stepping on the steps in the Capitol. We didn't even go in the Capitol. Six months in prison. Little old lady who was actually asking the guards there whether, whether she could, they could go in. So they, they just they invited her in. There are literally uh, tons. I mean, we're talking about gigabytes, megabytes, gigabytes, uh, tregabytes, trillabytes of video that we have not seen yet of everything that happened on that day. But they've, they've picked out some. And, of course, they, we, we have now found out that the, that the whole January 6th thing, they did add audio to some of the – and they took, they took the same video and some of the audio – they, of the same event that took place, like one squirmish that happened to, to happen, they got it all from all kinds of different angles and called it two different events. Made it look made it look terrible. 
And they added audio to that to make it even sound even worse. And if you pay attention, there's actually music in the background, which it, that, that, is, that tells me right there that's being manipulated. Uh, music, almost every movie you see, there's almost always music in the background at some point. 90% of the movie typically has music, some kind of music in the background. And you may not, it, 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 it blends in so well sometimes that you don't even notice it's there. But it is continuous. So, having said that, I will, uh, I will continue on my little rant because I'm getting, I'm getting tight on time here. I'm getting really tight on time. Um, what else is there to talk about? There's got to be something. Oh, the view. I think the view said some things too. As uh, come to think of it, they had they had the same kind of thing. Where, Do you think he's going to come after us? He's going to come after us. Yeah, that's Donald Trump's going to spend his time coming after people on the view. That's what he's going. He's going to put you guys in jail. They, they actually believe this, though. By the way, uh, maybe it's because. Rachel Maddow was on their show saying he was going to do that. He's going to put us in prison and have us executed. She said that. He's going to have you executed. How many people did he have executed during his administration? Uh, just the ridiculousness of this baloney is just it's unbelievable. Now, Candace Owens is under some under some. <laughs> she got herself into a little bit of a tight spot. She has come out and endorsed Nikki Haley for president. Now, what, this is, what, what's interesting about this is she came. <laughs> I am I'm endorsing Nikki Haley for president of Israel. Uh, she, <laughs> she, there's this little bitty pause. And I was like, oh, you're kidding me. It was just enough time to think you're kidding me. And then she says of Israel. And then she goes into this whole thing about how she's, uh, she, you know, she's taking all this extra money and uh, and then, and then she talks about how, how all of a sudden we're all worried about how marginalized Jewish people are in this country and how they're all concerned about that. Of course, not, not the campuses, the college campuses. And the pe pe reason people are upset about it is because college campuses now have come out. The donors have come out and, and, and they're all upset about the way they're, they're treating Jews on, on – or the thing, the way they're, way they're supporting Hamas. And the anti-Semitism that's, that's approaching, that's appearing on campuses all over the place. And yet, her, she hits it right between the eyes. And this is, this is where I have said for a long time, the only people who are really going to be able to come out in defense against this wokeism, against this racial divide, it's going to have to be among the, quote, African-American people of color community. I cannot, as a white man, come out and, and say anything that's going to heal the land other than just to say that there needs to be forgiveness. But that's, that's not what they want to hear. But she comes right out and says it. She says, white men have been marginalized on campuses all over this country for years, and nobody's coming out and saying anything about that. Where's the outrage for that? Why are the donors, and, and this has been going on publicly, in plain sight, for years. And she recognizes it and just tells it like it is. Now, 
some of the things she's saying, and I, I, my understanding is that Ben, she's, she's on the Blaze. She has a, she's a, has a segment. She's on the Blaze Network, which is basically Ben Shapiro and, and Jeremy Boring. Boring. They own the majority stock in that company. My, my, they're the, the most of any of that stock in that company. They can, they can basically fire her. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow she loses her job there. Something will happen and she will leave. Good for her. She will come out on top of this whole thing and probably bigger than ever. Steven Crowder, by the way, uh, has come back and he, you know, he got dumped. He basically, I think he went on his own. I understand he's not on anybody's network anymore. He was on the blaze, I think for a while. I think he was not, not, not the daily wire. I'm thinking daily wire, uh, not, not the blaze. I said the blaze, I think, or whatever she's on. I'm not sure what, uh, I think, or maybe it is the blaze. I, uh, no, daily wire. I, I don't know. The blaze I think is, is uh, Glenn Beck's thing. Now, I'm not sure. I'll have, to, I'll have to look into that because I'm not sure exactly what's going on, whether she's on Blazer. I thought she was on the Daily Wire. And, but yeah, that's Ben Shapiro's thing. The Blaze is, is Glenn Beck's thing. And I, I think that uh, you know, Crowder had to leave wherever he was. He was basically kind of canned from wherever he was. And then he was talking to the, to the Daily Wire folks, Jason Bourne and stuff, trying to get on there. And, um, that that went very badly. Uh, it was right in the middle of of Stephen's divorce. Everything that was going on with that. Um, I, I don't know what's happening with that anymore. I don't I don't know whether there's been any reconciliation there or not, or not. But it's it's. But his show con- continues to this day, and he's he's carrying on with his show, and he's he's got the Mug Club. Is I think it's on its own now. It's independent. Sometimes that's the best thing that can happen to a person. It it didn't it didn't stop him because. Sometimes the resolve, the passion that you have and the resolve that you have to continue on is needs that kind of a shove out, out of the nest, so to speak. It's nice to be coddled in the network. Look, it happened to, to <laughs> it happened to uh, Tucker Carlson getting fired from and, and yet I, th- I think he's going to be bigger than ever now. He's not coddled in this crate of Fox News. He can say whatever he wants. And what if he becomes the VP? Because there's some, there's some rumor about that. What if he's the VP? What if he then becomes president of the United States? Guy who was fired from Fox News becomes president of the United States. That's how that stuff happens. I just had a little revelation there about some things, about places that I've been fired from. So it's, it's been interesting, to say the least. There's one more thing I want to talk about before we go. Oh, Nikki Haley, one of the things that she... She's come out basically saying that uh, in social media, I want to cover this real quick. She, she came out recently and she was saying that she has a plan for social media. She wants everybody on social media has to be verified. Their name has to be verified and they have to be a real person. They can't hide behind a pseudonym. They can't hide behind some kind of phony. That, that, this gets rid of all the Russian bots, gets rid of all this and that. Think about – that all sounds great, doesn't it? Oh, you have to be verified to be on social media. Now think about this for a moment and then turn around and realize Governor Holcomb – of New York comes out and says, we want to 
make sure that we're cracking down on anybody, anybody on social media that's been saying things that are wrong. Misinformation and disinformation. We're coming after you. Well, yeah, because now you can't just say whatever you want to, like, you know, the First Amendment gives us the right to. You can't. Now you're now you're every small child, everybody, everybody who's on social media now all of a sudden becomes. A target. To a dictatorial government. Think about the way they went after us during the, the plague. Anything else, the war, whatever it was. No, Nikki, I don't think it's a really good idea. It gives nefarious individuals too much power. You put too much trust. It's, oh, look, we'll have security. This is this, is this whole security. I'm willing to give up freedoms for security, and this is what this is. No, Nikki, you have no business. And how are you going to do that exactly if you, you become president? You're just going to mandate that? No, thank you. Get out of my life. There's a little baby in the UK. I'm not, I don't know all the details of this whole story. But I'm going to finish up with this. This little child um, apparently needs medical attention. And of course, they have free health care over there, right? It's government health care, socialized medicine. Well, that socialized medicine board has decided that even though there's another country that's willing to take that child, all they have to do is get the child there. The government will not allow them to do so. Will not allow them to take their child. Because you see, your child doesn't belong to you. Your child belongs to the state. Because they pay for its medical bills. And they're not going to allow you to take that child somewhere else for treatment. That child is going to die. That's where they're at with this. They are basically saying, no, there's no hope for this child. We're not going to allow you to take it anywhere else. There's another government, or I don't know if it's the government itself or some organization in another country, willing to take this child in and treat the child to give them some kind of hope for free. And the government will not allow it. Now, there's a lot of worldwide pressure on this. Now, I'm, I'm, I guarantee this isn't the first time or will not be the last time that this, ha- this kind of thing has happened. But it's just, it's getting national news. And of course, that may put enough pressure on something. But of course, now they've got themselves in a bucket because if they do... That means that it opens up the precedent for anybody else who wants to do the same thing. And of course, oh, no, these children are just going to go other places and get treatment for free. And I guess look bad. Exactly. Because you do look bad. Well, folks, once again, thanks for listening. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, there's a very good chance that I may be able to do a show tomorrow. I don't know where I will be. Uh, it may be coming from Chicago. I have no idea exactly yet just where it's going to be. But it's, it's uh, very possible maybe from Chicago I may be doing a show. In the meantime, uh, continue to pray for our nation. Pray for all those folks out there who are in leadership positions, especially those who are really challenging the, uh, 
the wackiness that's out there. Those who are fighting the good fight of faith. Folks, and it may be you. Maybe you are doing that. So pray for those around us and whoever they are who are standing up for humanity and standing up for our rights and understanding what freedom and liberty really is. And those who've died for it. Those who've been persecuted for it. God bless everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you.